This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. New home ownership can be a real eye-opener, but it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates. Now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Get today. Here's the scenario. You're injured in a collision and your insurance company is denying your claim. It happens far too often. If it happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. My team and I work for people just like you. We don't accept cases on behalf of insurance companies, so you and your family can make sure that you're in good hands. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Get Goldfinger today. You know what I want. <laughs> I want to talk to you. One nineteen to one eighteen, last second game-winning shot from Mr. Serge Ibaka, a three-pointer, a hell of a game to watch, a huge come-from-behind win, down nineteen at one point. Demonis Sabonis of the Pacers with a triple-double. Kyle on the other end, thirty-two points, eight rebounds, ten assists. Serge putting up a thirty-burger himself. Pascal twenty-five points, an incredible defensive performance down the stretch tireless the whole game a huge win this is the raptors reaction podcast i'm Rose samson folk ready here to detail for you the raptors massive win 119 118 over the indiana pacers and let's jump right into it this game started out really well for the raptors actually kyle lowry had the bulk of the offensive possessions when the game first had opened up he was doing a terrific job of finding his way inside the teeth of the Pacers defense, even sometimes just walking Serge Ibaka, who was running himself down the court. Suddenly, he'd see the ball pop up above his head. It's Lowry with the hit-head pass, Serge getting a layup or a dunk that way, Lowry reading the game. It really cerebral player, we all know this, but really driving the Raptors offense early, getting them out to a fantastic start. Siakam, clearly the focal point of the Pacers defense. This whole game, we saw it sending two defenders almost every single time that Siakam entered the inside the three-point arc, and sometimes even drawing three, depending on his proximity to the rim. The Pacers really wanted to slow Siakam down. We saw that from the very start of the game. Kyle Lowry, on the other hand, eating up the space that he was provided with the attention they were giving to Siakam, getting the Raptors out to a really good start. They're up 30-20 to 20 after the first quarter. And Siakam in that quarter as well, even though he was receiving a bunch of attention offensively, 
really putting and channeling a lot of his effort into the defense, and he was a terror defensively. The Pacers eventually found their groove. They had great offensive synergy going throughout much of this game, but in that first quarter, a lot of the times when they were making that extra pass, a stunt or jumping the lane from Pascal Siakam was deterring a lot of what they wanted to do, and that's fantastic to see, and he was he was a big part of the, well, he's the linchpin of the Raptors' defense at the very start of the game. They started with 30-20. to 20. McCaw, Terrence Davis, and Boucher, they all had a decent end to that first quarter. Everything looked like it was coming up Raptors. Really impressive start to the game. Kyle Lowry getting to the rim at will, making passes, drawing in the defense. Pascal Siakam really making good use of the gravity he's drawing in offensively. All things are good, but then the second comes in, and the, man, the Pacers, they snap off a 12-0 run really quickly against the Raptors. We saw the ball leave Kyle Lowry's hands. That was a big problem for the Raptors in this one because this game wasn't Fred Van Vliet's best. And he had a tough time recognizing how to beat the Pacers' defense. And the Pacers are a good defense. They're really principled, disciplined, and they do force you to make faster decisions, quicker decisions. And Kyle Lowry is really good in those situations. Fred Van Vliet still coming along as a lead guard that when he's getting these minutes with bench guys, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, for example, who tanked the Raptors offense, that's a really tough job for a guy like for Van Vliet. And the just to give you guys a hint, the Mitchell Robinson award winner, Doug McDermott, he snapped off a bunch of triples. The, the Pacers, they got a 12-0 run going. Holiday, Justin Holiday, that is, not Aaron. Aaron was pretty good at the end of the game, though. Justin Holiday hit four triples in a row for the Pacers. They were piling on these triples, the Raptors, their defense, overzealous at times with the blitzing and the doubles, but more importantly, not really able to stop any of the dribble penetration that the the Pacers were looking to get. So whether that was Aaron Holiday getting downhill, Sabonis acting as the fulcrum for dribble handoff scenarios or even just split action with the Pacers. Doug McDermott, he was bigger than his matchup and he was making back cuts into the Raptors. Well, their defense, he was spacing out behind the line, hitting triples. He was Inferno, same with Justin Holiday. The Raptors couldn't keep pace. The Pacers got to 44-37, eventually getting to... 63 to 48 at halftime they put in 43 points to the Raptors 18 in that second quarter which really just to paint the picture of this game it's incredible that the Raptors won a a game after losing a quarter 43 to 18 that usually spells doom for a team but the compete level in these Raptors they don't quit they kept driving forward Kyle Lowry comes back in they're trying to get some offense going he's trying to grift his way in and out but Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry receiving a lot of attention from the Pacers now, not able to get to the line really in that first half. And when the offensive synergies stopped and the Pacers, they they weren't turning the ball over as much at the in the second quarter, the Raptors weren't able to get into transition offense. That really, really bogged down their offense. They couldn't get as many good looks. And that's why they were down 15 going into the second half. And it was it seemed like a continuation of that thing in the third quarter because the the Pacers, they hit a lot of threes in this game, man. They really poured it in. 19 of 39, they usually, they make less than 11 per game. That's not to say that they're a bad three-point shooting team, though. They're, they shoot the ball well. They just, they don't shoot it as often. They're happy to operate on the inside through Sabonis and those 
get Brogdon going towards the rim, get TJ Warren in the mid-range, who was injured today, TJ Warren. But the Raptors, the way they play their defense is overzealous, blitzing, doubling, looking to generate turnovers, get out and run, fuel their offense. That led to a lot, and the inability to stop the Pacers' dribble penetration, that led to a lot of the Raptors' A lot of open looks for the Pacers, I should say, and they, they made good on them. They have good three-point shooters. They were really, really open. We're talking wide open a lot of the time. When it got to the end of the game, there were some shots that they hit that were a little bit contested, but for the most part, running those dribble handoffs with Sabonis or pick and roll with Sabonis, he was doing great work as a screener and as a passer, just being able to, when they come around the corner on him, and if the Raptors defenders giving chase, to lob it into the lane that his player is running into for a layup. And then the Raptors have to play to that because they know they can get beat on that back cut when they come around. So they start going under. And then a guy like Doug McDermott, Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, they start hitting threes. It was just a lot to handle. In that third quarter, the Pacers are still pouring it on a little bit to start things off. And the Raptors just trying to stay afloat. Kyle Lowry doing a really great job. Pascal Siakam. Serge Ibaka, I should mention as well, all doing a fantastic job of getting the Raptors into offense. It's not easy to score against the Pacers, but the Raptors, those three especially, doing a fantastic job of keeping the Raptors afloat. Terrence Davis as well deserves a lot of love for his ability to hunt his three-point shot. I think he was three of seven in this game. He's been fantastic all year at looking to get his own shot, looking to to attack from the three-point line, and that's that's been a huge addition to his game. There are some points in time where the Raptors, some of their players can get a little bit gun-shy from three-point land. For example, OG Ananobi, who started out the year on fire but was missing completely zero points in this game, didn't close down the stretch. And so Terrence Davis consistently being a three-point performer, being able to do that in this game, all huge things, all really important for the Raptors as they eventually started to climb back into the game. And the, the Benchmen, as they reared their ugly head once again, when Lowry was resting, the the Pacers, they made their run. They got it back up to 11. He comes back in. The Pacers, guys like Brogdon are hitting triples. Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, they're making the Raptors pay. Sabonis is still a really tough guy to deal with on the inside. Serge Ibaka doing a commendable job, hammering away with him, doing his best, but the the Pacers are still finding consistent offense. And the Raptors down by 19 at one point and in that third quarter and down by 11 at one point in the fourth quarter, really you need stops. You're not going to you're not usually going to score 43 and a quarter like the Pacers did and take the and storm back and take the lead. The Raptors didn't have to score 43 in that final quarter, although they did score 37. They allowed 32 because the the Pacers were doing such a fantastic job of creating their own offense, but the Raptors down the stretch and this is where it's really important. Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry deserve a lot of credit here before Serge Ibaka hitting that huge shot that he did. Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Terrence Davis, those three in particular, and Serge Ibaka on the back end as well, so fantastic blitzing the ball that the Pacers went from a team that was able to get into the paint at will, generate wide open three-point looks at will, genuinely and generally had a fairly easy time creating offense for a long portion of the game. Very, very big. And I think that 
Um, unpredictable, which is a an algorithm. It, it had the Raptors at 0.003% chance to win this game at one point down the stretch, and that was maybe when it was 118 to 113. It might have been even been 118 to 110 or 111, and the Raptors had two minutes left or so. But the Raptors, such a fantastic job down the stretch to make it a pain for the Pacers to even get to half court. That they're so good at blitzing their length and their heady ability to be aware of all the players at all the different times. Pascal Siakam making a cornerback style play where he's running back to cover Sabonis after stunting the ball handler in the backcourt. He's going back to the ball. The ball's lobbed over his head and he, he jumps up, tips it to himself, takes it roaring in over Brogdon, gets a bucket. They try to steal the inbounds. It ended up being a timeout. But the Raptors just able to stop everything the Pacers wanted to do down the stretch after having three or four minutes of the Pacers hitting back-breaking threes, still able to break the back line of the Raptors' defense, generate some motion in their defense, and pass around it. Such a fantastic job of doing that all night. But the Raptors down the stretch, an incredible job of stalling that out, generating turnovers, getting, man, just getting baskets. And the Pacers in that last two minutes went into this really weird prevent offense where they weren't able to generate offense, but they also looked like they didn't want to play defense either. The Raptors, Pascal Siakam in particular, ate up the space that they provided to him. They didn't want to guard him out on the arc, so he found himself in the paint, willed himself to the line, went one for two. Lowry hit a huge three. Siakam with that big layup but at the end Siakam draws the defense in the ball goes out to Serge Ibaka and he hits a huge three and that is the thing that Ibaka has been shooting over 40% from downtown since Marcus All's initial hamstring injury around December 18th or December 20th and it's he's been such a, a godsend for this Raptors offense and in a game like this you know, he doesn't do game winners. He does art, <laughs> as if you were speaking to OG in that um, Avic class episode. But, man, hitting that three, the Raptors with a, a great defensive stand down the stretch against the Pacers, holding on to win, huge, big time, an incredible level of compete, an incredible level of gamesmanship from especially Siakam, Lowry, and Ibaka. They all got A-pluses in the quick reaction that I did tonight, but... What a joy to watch this team. They're so incredible, so much fun, and it's these games are special to watch. They're games that you remember for a long time. This goes in the same, it's not a 30-point comeback like the Dallas game, but this is the same type of thing. They're able to, to rise up and come to these challenges and actually complete them and get over the hill, and that's, most teams don't. It's really tough to do in the NBA, and the Raptors keep getting there. It's, it's fantastic to see. And the top quick reaction comment from this game, well, actually, I'll do the Reggie Evans Award first, which I'm awarding to Pascal Siakam, which his his work defensively has been so underrated this year. He covers so much ground when the Raptors are switching between zone, when they're playing that really aggressive man up top. He's constantly switching up top. He's He's everywhere defensively. He's been such a big part of their defense. And they it just wouldn't it's not the same without him and he was fantastic down the stretch he he acted like he was just six linebackers at half court and the the Pacers couldn't break his line and that was fantastic to see he was he was incredible and really embodied some of that Reggie Evans aura 
and energy. But the the top quick reaction comment from Arshdeep Singh says Ibaka has low key been our third best player this season. Yeah, there's certainly you can make the case for that. It's definitely Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam up top. Those would be the two. Fred Van Vliet, huge jump. He's been fantastic in a lot of ways. Regressing a little bit in some others, but and a little bit disappointing if you want to talk about his finishing at the rim this season. But Ibaka, I wrote about this in the Black Box Report. It's one of the most underrated parts of this team is his ability to come into a game and almost every single game in, game out, walk away as the best big who was on the floor in that game save for Pascal Siakam in some games, but Ibaka has been playing what some people might think was above his head is actually just the new normal right now, and he's he's been so fantastic. He he kills bench bigs when he's backing up Marcus Gasol. He's, he's doing a fantastic job keeping up with the Raptors starting lineup. Obviously, tonight, he was paramount to their success. He hit the game winner, a huge three. There's so much to love from him, and he deserves all the love he gets. And I'm echoing the same sentiments that I gave El last game. But Ibaka, yeah, man, just keep doing your thing. He's been fantastic to watch. Arshdeep, thank you for commenting. Listener, thank you very much for listening, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye. The Home Depot has holiday savings of up to 40% on select appliances, like a Whirlpool four-door French door refrigerator for just $15.98. It's perfect for a busy kitchen full of helping hands. That's where its fingerprint-resistant stainless steel finish really shines. Order online and get free delivery. Holiday appliance shopping improved. Up to 40% off select appliances. Now at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Continental U.S. only. While supplies last. Valid through December 2nd. Free delivery on orders $396 or more. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com.